The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, it's Saturday. Time to get your chores done. Good morning. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, September 17th, 2022. Saturday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's a liturgical year C, cycle 2. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Robert Bellarmine. Born in 1542 in Italy, he entered the Society of Jesus in 1560. After his ordination, he went to teach at Louvain. In 1576, he was appointed to the Chair of Controversial Theology at the Roman College. He became rector in 1592, went on to become Provincial of Naples in 1594, Cardinal in 1598. He was the spiritual father of St. Aloysius Gonzaga. He helped St. Francis de Sales obtain formal approval of the Visitation Order. St. Robert Bellarmine died in 1621. St. Robert Bellarmine, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Most holy and adorable Trinity, one God in three persons, I firmly believe that you are here present. I adore you with the most profound humility. I praise you and give you thanks with all my heart for the favors you have bestowed on me. Your goodness has brought me safely to the beginning of this day. Behold, O Lord, I offer you my whole being, and in particular all of my thoughts, words, and actions, together with such crosses and contradictions as I may meet with in the course of this day. Give them, O Lord, your blessing. May your divine love animate them, and may they tend to the greater honor and glory of your sovereign majesty. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that the death penalty, which attacks the dignity of the human person, may be legally abolished in every country. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. In today's Gospel, we find a large crowd gathering and people from every town finding their way to Jesus. Then Jesus told them the parable of the sower. A sower went out to sow his seed The seed falls on four different places, on the roadside, among the rocks, among the thorns, and in the good soil. So, Lord, your disciples ask you to explain the parable to them, and you say that the seed is the word of God. When God wants to speak to us, he utters his word like a sower who scatters the seed. In the parable, we see that The seeds fell on different soil samples. Well, likewise, the Word of God reaches all of us. But for some, it does not bear fruit because the ground is not ready. 
the souls of people sometimes are not ready, or because the devil snatches it away from them. Sometimes we don't catch God's word because it is drowned by our worries and countless daily challenges. So let us pray that we might have good soil in our hearts without forgetting that God the sower has great power. The seed of His grace has great power. If that seed enters into our hearts, it can produce a great harvest. Sure, there are some stones and brambles which have to be cleared away. Take note that God did not put them there. Those stones and brambles are our deep-seated negative habits. But they are easily beaten by your grace, Lord Jesus. You are so good, Jesus, because you watch over us, taking care of us and guiding us to yourself. Even if we are consumed by the cares of this life while we attempt to listen to you. You continue to speak to us, especially when we pray, like now. But given our poor listening habit to your word, Lord, we may not always see the potential for growth in our spiritual life, but it is there. So, Lord, continue to plant your word, your grace in our hearts. And with your help, we will cultivate it, we will tend it, confident that something will grow there. And it will be magnificent. We thank you, Lord, because despite our poor listening habits, you allow your word to reach us and to bear fruit in us. In fact, we notice those fruits in us, even if our attentiveness to your word may not be that full yet. We are deeply thankful for those fruits, Lord, those incredible blessings that you bestowed upon each one of us. The blessing of that sense of peace and joy that we feel in the midst of difficult and even painful circumstances, or the energy that we have in order to work well, the human warmth that we radiate to everyone, the good fruits of our families, our relationships, and the people we share our graces with, the good fruits of humiliation that in the end made us grow in humility, or the good fruits of difficulties that made our faith and trust in God stronger. The good fruits of the trials that we have been through, that made us patient. The grace that helped us to control negative emotions. That is why we should not believe the words, nothing will grow there. Especially when assessing our own life because God's grace is at work in us. I remember a priest telling a funny story about growth. He relates an experience that happened during his seminary days. He and two friends thought to plant a small vegetable garden outside their house of studies. It would consist of tomatoes, squash, and cucumbers. And the only financial investment required was for them to rent a rake a pickaxe, and a hoe. The urban environment did not allow much space for a garden, but they determined that a small sunny area 
of the stone-covered dirt parking lot could work well. However, permission would be needed, and they feared that getting the superiors okay might, might not be an easy task. So the three seminarians explained their idea to him. His response was, You're wasting your time. Nothing will grow there. But he allowed them to go ahead, if that was what they wanted to do. Reluctant permission is still permission, so the three young men began work. First, they raked stones. Then they outlined the garden. Then they slammed their pickaxe into hard dirt, turning clumps of earth upside down. And what they discovered just a few inches beneath the surface brought smiles to their faces. It was a gardener's dream. Dark, composted, fertile soil, probably the result of a former refuse area. So still grinning broadly, all three looked at one another and said in unison, Ah, nothing will grow there. So the garden, though small, turned out to be spectacular. In fact, tomatoes grew so vigorously, they were restaked twice and finally topped off at seven feet tall. This could very well be the story of our lives. We only have to open our eyes to see the fruits of God's grace in us. And I'm sure that when we look at our lives, we get surprised at how far we've come. If we were able to stay on our feet and find ourselves better people today after life's challenges, it's thanks to God's generous and continuous planting of the seed of grace inside us. If we land on our feet when the ground seemed to be moving beneath us, thanks to God's grace. It is what helps us to leap, to spring back after we face painful, stressful, or difficult situations. So yes, God has given each of us so much, and we owe it to Him to recognize these gifts and to be grateful. When we keep our eyes on God and all that He has given to us, then we can make the best use of His gifts. And then the seed of grace planted in us can grow a hundredfold, giving a bountiful harvest. So a grateful heart is one that continually hopes, that seeks what is good and recognizes the beauty of life. And the perfect model of this blossoming in grace is our Mother Mary. Attentive to God's word, Mary lives in complete harmony with God's will. She treasures in her heart the words that come to her from God. And piecing them together like a mosaic, she learns to understand them more deeply. Mary make of our souls a rich soil able to produce fruit a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. 
Pray for us that we may also rejoice in the countless graces bestowed upon us by God. Help us, dear Mother Mary, that the cares of this life may not prevent us from listening to your Son in our prayer. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. Let the house of Israel say, Mercy without end. Let the house of Aaron say, Mercy without end. Let all those who fear the Lord Give praise to our God Give all thanks to the Lord For He is good Give thanks to the Lord For He is good Give thanks to the Lord For He is good Give thanks to the Lord For He is good Give thanks to the Lord For He is good I was pressed and fondly he came to my aid, but the Lord has helped me, for he is good. My strength and my courage comes from my God. He has been my Savior, for he is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Good way to start any day. That's Tom Booth. Give thanks to the Lord. Fifteen minutes past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time, September 17th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this day of prayer as we join with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. 
come before him, singing for joy. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus. Et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus. Nunc et in ora mortis nostre. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty, he shines. Our God comes. He keeps silence no longer. Before him fire devours. Around him tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice for God himself is the judge. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, 
is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. Come Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you, lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beasts in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky, all that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. A sacrifice of praise will give me glory. A sacrifice of praise will give me glory. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips, you who despise my law and throw my words to the winds? You who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil, and whose tongue is plotting crime. You who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, You do this, and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, because Jesus, your servant, became obedient even unto death, his sacrifice was greater than all holocausts of old. Accept the sacrifice of praise we offer you through him, and may we show the effects of it in our lives by striving to do your will until our whole life becomes adoration in spirit and truth. A sacrifice of praise will give him you glory. We are always praying earnestly for you, that you may have a deep knowledge of God's will. From the book of the prophet Ezekiel, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, what is the meaning of this proverb that you recite in the land of Israel? 
Fathers have eaten green grapes, thus their children's teeth are on edge. As I live, says the Lord, I swear there are no longer to be anyone among you who will repeat this proverb in Israel. For all lives are mine. The life of the Father is like the life of the Son. Both are mine. Only the one who sins shall die. If a man is virtuous, if he does what is right and just, if he does not eat on the mountains nor raise his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, if he does not defile his neighbor's wife nor have relations with a woman in her menstrual period, if he oppresses no one, gives back the pledge received for a debt, commits no robbery, if he gives food to the hungry and clothes the naked, if he does not lend at interest nor exact usury, if he holds off from evil doing, judges fairly between a man and his opponent, if he lives by my statutes and is careful to observe my ordinances, that man is virtuous. He shall surely live, says the Lord God. But if he begets a son who is a thief, a murderer, or who does any of these things, though the father does none of them, a son who eats on the mountains, defiles the wife of his neighbor, oppresses the poor and needy, commits robbery, does not give back a pledge, raises his eyes to idols, does abominable things, lends at interest, and exacts usury. This son shall certainly shall not live. But because he practiced all these abominations, he shall surely die. His death shall be his own fault. Only the one who sins shall die. The son shall not be charged with the guilt of his father, nor shall the father be charged with the guilt of his son. The virtuous man's virtue shall be his own as the wicked man's wickedness shall be his. But if the wicked man turns away from all the sins he committed, if he keeps all my statutes and does what is right and just, he shall surely live, he shall not die. None of the crimes he committed shall be remembered against him. He shall live because of the virtue he has practiced. Do I indeed derive any pleasure from the death of the wicked, says the Lord God? Do I not rather rejoice when he turns from his evil way that he may live? And if the virtuous man turns from the path of virtue to do evil, the same kind of abominable things that the wicked man does, can he do this and still live? None of his virtuous deeds shall be remembered because he has broken faith and committed sin, and because of this he shall die. You say, the Lord's way is not fair. Hear now 
house of Israel. Is it my way that is unfair? Or rather, are not your ways unfair? When a virtuous man turns away from virtue to commit iniquity and dies, it is because of the iniquity he committed that he must die. But if a wicked man turning from the wickedness he has committed does what is right and just, he shall preserve his life. Since he has turned away from all the sins which he committed, he shall surely live, he shall not die. And yet the house of Israel says, The Lord's way is not fair. Is it that my way that is not fair, house of Israel, or rather, is it not that your ways are not fair? Therefore, I will judge you, house of Israel, each one according to his ways, says the Lord God. Turn and be converted from all your crimes, that they be no more cause of your guilt for you. Cast away from you all the crimes you have committed, and make for yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. Why should you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of anyone who dies, says the Lord God. Return and live. The word of the Lord. Never again shall they say, The fathers ate unripe grapes. The children's teeth are set on edge. Only the soul that sins shall die. I will judge each person according to his own deeds. The son shall not suffer for the sins of the father, nor the father for the sins of his son. Only the soul that sins shall die. A reading from a sermon on pastors by St. Augustine, Bishop. Scripture says, God chastises every son whom he acknowledges. But the bad shepherd says, Perhaps I will be exempt. If he is exempt from the suffering of his chastisements, then he is not numbered among God's sons. You will say, Does God indeed punish every son? Yes, every one just as he chastised his only son, his only son, born of the substance of the Father, equal to the Father in the form of God, the Word through whom all things were made, he could not be chastised. For this reason, he was clothed with flesh, so that he might know chastisement. God punishes his only son who is without sin. Does he then leave unpunished an adopted son who is with sin? The Apostle says that we have been called to adoption. We have been adopted as sons, that we might be co-heirs with the only Son, and that we might be His inheritance. Ask of me, and I will give you the nations as your inheritance. Christ gave us the example by His own sufferings. But clearly, one who is weak must neither be deceived with false hope, nor broken by fear. 
otherwise he will fail when temptations come. Say to him, Prepare your soul for temptation. Perhaps he is starting to falter, to tremble with fear. Perhaps he is unwilling to approach. You have another passage of Scripture for him. God is faithful. He does not allow you to be tempted beyond your strength. Make that promise while preaching about the sufferings to come, and you will strengthen the man who is weak. When someone is held back because of excessive fear, promise him God's mercy. It is not that temptations will be lacking, but that God will not permit anyone to be tempted beyond what he can bear. In this manner, you will be binding up the broken one. When they hear of the trials that are coming, some men arm themselves more and, so to speak, are eager to drain the cup. The ordinary medicine of the faithful seems to them but a small thing. For their part, they seek the glorious death of the martyrs. Others hear of the temptations to come, and when they do arrive, as arrive they must, they become broken and lame. Yet it is right that such things befall the Christian, and no one esteems them except the one who desires to be a Christian. Offer the bandage of consolation, bind up what has been broken, and say this, Do not be afraid. God in whom you have believed does not abandon you to temptations. God is faithful. He does not allow you to be tempted beyond your strength. It is not I who say this, but the Apostle. And he says further, Are you willing to accept his trial, the trial of Christ who speaks in me? When you hear this, you are hearing it from Christ himself. You are hearing it from the shepherd who gives pasture to Israel. For of him it was said, You will give us tears to drink in measure. The apostle says, He does not allow you to be tempted beyond your strength. This is also what the prophet intends by adding the words, In measure. God rebukes, but also encourages. He brings fear, and he brings consolation. He strikes, and he heals. Do not reject him. For your sake, O Lord, we are being put to death all day long, and we are being treated like sheep for the slaughter. But, but despite all this, we, we have, have become, become victorious because of him who loved us. You have handed us over like sheep to be slaughtered, and you have scattered us among the nations. But despite all this, we have become victorious because of him who loved us. Let us pray. Look upon us, O God, creator and ruler of all things, and that we may feel the work of your mercy, grant that we may serve you with all our heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-five minutes before the hour on Saturday, September 17th, 2022, Saturday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time, I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. 
Sing it, sister. That's the Sacred Heart Freedom Choir of Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, happy day. 21 minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it's the parable of the sower. From the 8th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. When a great crowd came together, and people from town after town came to him, he said in a parable, A sower went out to sow his seed. 
and as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trodden underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered away, because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. And some fell into good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. When his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God. But for others they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts that they may not believe and be saved. The ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a while, and in time of temptation, fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. As for that in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bring forth fruit with patience. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app.
My, that's beautiful. That is John Paul Kaplan, a former student of Father Rocky's on the piano with Immaculate Mary, our Saturday tribute to our Blessed Mother at 15 minutes before the hour on Saturday, September 17th, 2022, Saturday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. And we turn to prayer once again as we join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. As light of day returns once more, with joyful voices let us sing to God of glory infinite, to Christ our Lord for all his grace, through whom the great Creator's will called day and night from nothingness, appointing them successive law, till time itself shall pass away. True light of every faithful soul, unfettered by the law of old, no shades of night can fall that dim, your dazzling and undying light. O Father, uncreated light, be with us as the hours go by, that we may please your Son this day, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. We do well to sing to your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. We do well to sing your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works! How deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, They are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. See how your enemies perish. All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength. You anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes looked in triumph on my foes. 
my ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God, still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Take our shame away from us, Lord, and make us rejoice in your saving works. May all who have been chosen by your Son always abound in works of faith, hope, and love in your service. We do well to sing to your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. I will will create create a new heart in you and and breathe into you a new spirit. I will take you away from the nations, gather you from all the foreign lands, and bring you back to your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you to cleanse you from all your impurities, and from all your idols I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your stony hearts and giving you natural hearts. I will put my spirit within you and make you live by my statutes, careful to observe my decrees. You shall live in the land I gave your fathers. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. On the lips of children and infants, you have found perfect praise. On the lips of the children and infants, you have found perfect praise. How great is your name, O Lord, our God, through all the earth. Your majesty is praised above the heavens, On the lips of children and of babes you have found praise to foil your enemy, to silence the foe and the rebel. When I see the heavens, the work of your hands, the moon and the stars which you arraign, what is man that you should keep him in mind, mortal man, that you care for him? Yet you have made him little less than a god. With glory and honor you crowned him, gave him power over the works of your hand, put all things under his feet. All of them, sheep and cattle, yes, even the savage beasts, birds of the air and fish that make their way through the waters. How great is your name, O Lord our God, through all the earth. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Lord, how wonderful is your name. You have made every creature subject to you. Make us worthy to give you service. On the lips lips of of the children children and infants, you you have found perfect perfect praise. A reading from 2 Peter. What we await are new heavens and a new earth, where, according to his promise, the justice of God will reside. So, beloved, while waiting for this, make every effort to be found without stain or defilement and at peace in his sight. Consider that our Lord's patience is directed toward salvation. The Word of the Lord. Thanks 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 be be to God. God. It is my joy, O God, to praise you with song. It It is is my my joy, joy, O God, God, to to praise you with song. To sing as I ponder your goodness. To to praise praise you with song. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. It It is my my joy, O God, to to praise you with song. Lord, guide our feet into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, guide our feet into the way of peace. Let us adore God, who has given hope and life to the world through his Son, and let us humbly ask him, Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. Lord, Father of all, you have brought us to the dawn of this day. Make us live with Christ and praise your glory. Lord, Lord, hear hear us. us. You have poured out faith 
hope, and love upon us. Keep them firmly rooted in our hearts. Lord, hear us. Lord, let our eyes be always raised up to you. So that we may swiftly answer your call. Lord, hear us. Protect us from the snares and enticements of evil. Keep our feet from stumbling. Lord, hear Hear us. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. All-powerful and ever-living God, splendor of true light and never-ending day, let the radiance of your coming banish from our minds the darkness of sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Saturday can be a busy day, but don't forget to pray and get to Mass tomorrow. The Saturday edition of Morning Air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.